0: Center for Women in Leadership, and with me is my partner. And I'm Jessica Gomez, the co-fellow and principal of Alice Burney Elementary in Colton, California. Always good to be with Jessica. Now, the phrase lifting as we climb was used by the National Association of Colored Women as the organization's motto. This organization was started by Mary Church Terrell, who dedicated her life to fighting both sexism and racism. Since then, the phrase lifting as we climb has been used extensively, but today we will be delving deeply in what the phrase lifting as we climb means for women in leadership. So we have with us today, Donna McGuire, who's also lifting others up, always lifting the others up. She'll share with us how, as a woman in leadership, she walks the phrase, lifting as we climb. Welcome, Donna. Please Thank introduce you. yourself to the audience and then share how you walk the phrase, lifting as we climb. Thank you,
1: Andrea and Jessica, for inviting me to be part of the National Association of Elementary School Principals, Women in Leadership podcast series. I'm Donna McGuire, a proud school administrator in New York City. I've been serving the Northern Manhattan community, Washington Heights, as a leader for over 15 years. And in addition, I am an active member of many professional and educational communities. Um, As educational leaders, we understand the importance and the impact it can have on the individuals within it. And as we rise, we need to pull others along and together we have greater success. The first time I met my superintendent at a meeting, he referred to an African proverb, I never forgot it. He said, if you want to go fast, go alone. And if you wanna go far, go together. Our success as women, as school, as school administrators, really depends on the success of which everyone in our community experiences. The success of our circle depends on the members' commitments to the group as well. Now, how much we will lift and rise is really based on the process of how we climb together. And like the African proverb, if we help each other along the way, we will all gain greater success at the end. It is important to look out for others through this journey. Encourage them along the way, share the triumphs, help those you've seen having a struggle, and at the end, it will lead to greater reward and satisfaction.
2: Thank you, Donna. And um, it sounds like you're doing some really great work in in your school site, probably really working hard to lift other teachers and and just personally, uh, from being part of the book study with you, you are doing some amazing things and lifting other women, other women leaders as well. So could you talk to us a little bit more about why it's so important that women lift each other up? Well, what's the power in doing that?
1: Well, women make up a large percentage of educational communities, which I belong, which we all belong, and it's important to help them so they can help others. Um, with women that are educational leaders at the helm, they're helping everyone every day. And quite often, they give it everything they have, Jessica. And it can be a struggle, especially for work-life balance with the family and the household. If we're not careful, it can lead to burnout. It could take a toll on our physical and mental well-being. But can you imagine if we had associations or individuals that help other women? And that old adage, you get out what you put in. Well, the more you put in, the more you get out. What we do for our families and schools, we need to do for ourselves. So it's great to have women to have as a sounding board for emotional, spiritual, or professional advice, and we need to make time for that.
0: You are so right about that, because we really need need each other, which is why Jessica and I keep insisting that we need to have um, sister circles so but here's something: it has often been said that women are competitive with each other, and that women often feel threatened by each other. I mean sadly so. What strategies can we as women in leadership put in place to eliminate this Well.
1: You're right, Andrea, women can sometimes feel threatened by one another, and it can be a hindrance on so many levels. Fortunately, there's a lot of resources out there on this topic. Bonnie Marcus, she wrote an article for Forbes called The Dark Side of Female Rivalry in the Workplace and What to Do About It. Some salient tips in this article, uh, if you experience this situation, is to detach emotionally, build a power network, Find a sponsor, a mentor, strengthen your confidence, be a role model and control your career destiny. It's important to stay true to yourself and stay the course and don't let that toxic energy or negative vibe consume you. Find your happy place and what gives you the strength and humility to sidestep the female rivalry. And if you see another woman experiencing it or being affected by it, Please reach out. Be supportive and encouraging. When one person is affected, it can have an impact on the group as a whole. Yeah, Donna, you—you you actually,
2: I want to go back to. Um, some of the things, some of the the key points that you made about the are the Forbes article. So you mentioned that um, some of the things that we can do in order to um, eliminate that female rivalry, right? detach emotionally from that, um, building a powerful network. And I know that. Uh, Andrea and I have have really grown in that area over the past few years, really solidifying and um, empowering others to, solidifying our own networks, but also empowering others to create those networks as we have really found those to be the most powerful things. And as women, one of the things that is, is part of that network is really advocating for one another it's so important to advocate and and speak on our sisters behalf uh when they're not in the room um, and so for so many reasons i be that one of these being the jealousy the rivalry and if we're in a position where we can help open the door for another um woman for another sister in leadership. That's, that's such a powerful thing that we can do for one another. So Donna, do you have any last tips for women as how to, how they can make time to empower and lift others while still busily building their own careers? Because we have, aside from being careers, we're probably mothers. We're probably, you know, we have a family at home that needs us. So our jobs don't stop at work. (laughs) So how do we find time to do this, what would you suggest to our listeners?
1: Well, there is strength when women get together. And uh, one of the greatest things that happened this year is being part of the Center for Women in Leadership book study. I love it. Um, we empower each other and we become empowered. Synergy creates more synergy, Jessica. Ladies, look for the opportunities and create opportunities to listen to one another. And you will become inspired and be inspiring. Uh, Make a conscious decision to do something outside your comfort zone, even if it's a small step, and make time each day to work on that. And when we show or teach someone, we're also in the process of learning and growing from it. It's called a protege effect. And it can take the most effort, but you will reap the biggest rewards. And many of us describe ourselves as lifelong learners as educators, right? And one way to do this and grow professionally and personally is by sharing and showing someone else something that we're passionate about. When you extend a hand, it will come back twofold. And when you see the positive impact it will have on your social, emotional, spiritual levels, it will give you the charge to keep going. And so whether it be with another woman or in a small group, the way I mentioned earlier, you know, we need to take time to listen to one another and be open, share your vulnerabilities, and applaud someone else. And when you're there for someone else and you develop that trust and bond, it will come back to you.
2: It sure does, and I know that I have lived this on both ends, on the on the giving and the receiving end of it. And I love that idea of the 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 fact of the prote the protege effect that you talked about. That when we show or teach someone, we're also in the process of learning and growing from that experience, right? Think about all the thing, all the times we we talk about our students and and how when they teach each other, and we talk about our staff, right? When they the power when they teach each other, it's the same way for us as women in leadership, the models that we serve for others and not being afraid because oftentimes, I know one of the things that we've heard and, and Andrea and I, we, we've talked about this is being. Is, is sometimes as, as female leaders, we're afraid or we're hesitant to share our gifts and talents because we don't want to come off as arrogant or know-it all or what are they going to think about me? But no, really, if we have we need our job is to share those gifts and talents with all of our women and and all of those that we come in contact with. and because that is how we create that protege effect. that we it does take some effort and it takes some energy. But the fact that you're here with us today, Donna, to share your experience, to share your knowledge, to me, that is one way that you are pushing that protege effect. Because people will be listening, women will be listening, and they will be encouraged by the tips that you suggested and um, by the things that we continue to learn, especially here for the Women in Leadership, uh, the Center for Women in Leadership. So I want to thank you. Yeah, absolutely. I want to thank you for being with us today. And and just to remember that together we are stronger, that together we will rise and together we will climb to get together. We will always do that. But don't forget as we rise up that chain, that love, those levels of educational leadership to reach down, hold out your hand and pull up another sister. Thank you, Donna. Thank you, Andrea.